0: far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a guy. Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, and the home team. listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. Party like a rock star. Live the life of a legend. Because you know I'm going to. And Tina might learn to do the same. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the Home Team. And we are live in that afternoon drive in the HOV lane 4 to 6 p.m. Here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, that would be, t- let's do this.
1: Let's do this. It's Monday. I've had a great day. Great morning. Yeah, you're in
0: a good mood today.
1: I am in a good mood today. And
0: everybody wins when you're in a good mood. Yes, everybody that's very wins. True. Everybody wins. We got sports. We got entertainment. We got real life. We got terrifying animals being discovered. Uh, we got Dean Thomas earlier today with a camera jammed up his. <laughs> and uh, apparently they found <laughs> Ken Levick's car keys up there.
1: That's what he said.
0: And my shoe. I was wondering, my left shoe was missing. You've been
1: talking about that for a while now.
0: I got my right shoe. I'm like, where's my left shoe? Was I that drunk? I left it in a hotel room. Did I leave it somewhere? How's it possible? Turns out during Dean Thomas's colonoscopy, they found my left uh, dress shoe up his... uh Yeah, don't. Yeah. I can't do it. No, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Uh, High low of the weekend before we get into the uh, end of the Stanley Cup playoffs, which no one cared about, and the Kyrie Irving saga. And the continuing Deshaun Watson saga, which gets really interesting beginning tomorrow. How much information on that we get as it happens, we'll see. But uh, time to play a little high-low on the weekend that was Christina's. What was the high point of your weekend between Friday and us seeing, uh, seeing me here today?
1: Um, I didn't really do a crazy amount of things this weekend. My high moment would probably be that I had gone to this restaurant for lunch one day and was so excited to take my husband Scott there, and every we tried to go twice, and plans just like didn't work out. They were closed for a private event, and we finally got to go to <laughs> dinner on Saturday night there, yeah. and great food. I'm glad we finally got to go and have a little date night. So that was my high. The
0: high, the high was getting a date night with your husband.
1: Yeah, we oh, have we boy. haven't had one in a long time, and again, been
0: married I, since February.
1: I know, and we <laughs> haven't had a date night in a while. All
0: right, was, but, that, uh, was that your last date night? Was it was your wedding night?
1: Um, uh, maybe I, mean, I don't know. Be mar- you
0: been married for five months.
1: Five months, yeah, something like that.
0: Four months, four and a half. Yeah, it's almost July. All right. So, anyways, that was the high point. What was no. the low point? The high lo- low. What was the low point? Oh,
1: the low point. I have gone to there was this breakfast food truck that I was shown, and I have tried to go to it multiple times throughout mm-hmm. the weekend because it's close to where I work out. So usually on Saturdays, I go to I go out of my way and go to this. Breakfast food truck.
0: It's breakfast foods in a food truck.
1: Yes, it's like parked at a gas station. And I go a little bit out of my way. like I go into Stewart and farther from my house to go to this spot. Well, the past two times I've been there, they were closed. Mm -hmm. One day, I didn't realize they were actually closed on Mondays. And the day we had off, I went there and didn't look online. They were off.
0: Do they do special things or just regular breakfast foods?
1: They're just, they have really good breakfast sandwiches. And I was just craving a sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel. So bad. Yeah. I went there Saturday Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, you know, it's been a few weeks I have, I'm like me, I don't know what it is, why they're closed.
0: How I, long a drive for you to get to it from where you were?
1: Well, I- Like took, 10 minutes? No, I, from where I work out. Okay, I drive 20 minutes to go work out. <laughs> and then I drive, I probably took 15 minutes to get to so this.
0: 15 minutes out of your way. Yes. To get to this food truck. But By the way, when I'm thinking, you know, like it's time to have breakfast- I'm always thinking, hey, let's buy from someone parked in a gas station parking lot. No,
1: this food truck, I've had their food before, like their breakfast sandwiches before, and it's amazing. So I've been craving it because the past two times I went, they weren't open. I go there again on Saturday. And? And they say they're open Saturday. And they were closed. Oh yeah. So I called the I called the number and I'm like, all right.
0: Put a tracking first of all, put a tracking device on this truck. It's not that expensive. It doesn't o- move. Order Oh, it just stays in That is the spot oh. that it is at. And
1: then they have stores. They actually have locations in Jupiter and Tequesta, but I'm not going to go all the way that right, way, uh, right, that right, far right. to get a breakfast sandwich. So why don't
0: you get the phone number of the person that runs the food truck and be like, hey, can I text you to see if you guys are open?
1: Oh, no. I called them Saturday, yeah. and I end up getting on the phone with the owner. Like, the owner answered. Did you yell at the owner? I go, dude, what's up? I have been dude, to what's this. Up? There's
0: no way you said, dude, what's up?
1: Okay, no, but I was like, hey, <laughs> I've been to your food truck three times now, and it hasn't been open. What I'm like I'm like one day I went and I didn't realize you were closed, but I'm like another day I went and I don't know why you were closed. Maybe the, I knew there was a storm coming, but
0: Are you more disappointed or angry? At this point. You're disappointed was, initially and then and then you become angry.
1: I'm angry because this is the third time I went and they were closed.
0: They don't deserve your business.
1: But I called they and They don't I, deserve your business. No, I found out that they need a new generator. Oh. So he, he was like we're getting one this week though, so like come this weekend. I'm like this is the last chance, though. This is your
0: last chance. This is
1: your last chance. And I'm, I'm not
0: paying for this sandwich, neither. This yeah, one's I'm gonna, on y'all.
1: I'm, it's going to be Tina next Saturday right. around 10 a.m. and sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel. On plain you. bagel on you.
0: On you because the price of gas. How many trips I've made oh. for your busted-ass food truck thing don't even work?
1: You're not ever open. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. You, you'd rather...
1: Like, please put up a sign at least. Yeah. Like, there's been no sign, no nothing.
0: Or let people know. So
1: how am I supposed to know you don't have a generator?
0: So the low po- the high point was that you had a date night with your husband because you went to go eat food. Yep. And your low point was that you went to a food truck in a gas station parking lot and, and you closed. didn't get to eat food. Yep, So all your whole food. your whole weekend's all about food. Not even tequila, not concerts, not party. It was just, it was not dogs. It was about food.
1: I didn't really, well, yeah, I didn't really do much this weekend. I had a nice, chill weekend. It was, it was good
0: I got uh, drunk Friday night. Remember, my week last week was crazy because...
1: Your past, like, 10 days have been crazy.
0: I mean, I got back from the south of France Tuesday night, and then Wednesday night, I went to the Backstreet Boys concert, got hammered. Yes, we did. Thursday, I came to work, fine, good, all good. Friday, right after work, it picked up again, Go straight to the concert. Three bands, Blues Traveler, Jewel, and then Train, and then just got absolutely hammered again. So you start to lose track of what day is what day mm-hmm. because, you know, you're jet-lagged from the flight back. And then, you know, all right, so you wake up and you're like, it's time to go to work. Is it Monday? Actually, it's Wednesday. Oh, damn. Oh, and then that night, the concert. And then you wake up drunk, hung over the next Thursday. I don't know what day it is. Probably Saturday. Oh, no, wait, it's only Thursday. Now I'm confused. Yeah. And then Friday, another concert. Another concert. Uh, Blues Traveler, fantastic. Again, the security staff, where's Tina? Is Tina here? Did Tina come to the show? I'm like, oh, my
1: God. They didn't, did you tell them I was there on Wednesday?
0: Um. Yes, I did. Yes, oh. I did. You got asked about it on Wednesday, the the guy who was the soundboard um security guard. But it's inside the walkway there. Oh and he yeah. said is Tina it? here. I said yeah, but she's out on the lawn. He's like oh
1: oh yeah.
0: Um. Friday night, same thing. Where's Tina? Is Tina here? I was like uh, no, she's not. But Jewel is. She's on the stage next. So well, look that way.
1: Well, if you ever need someone to go to concerts with you, I will more than happily go. If so I they need,
0: stop if I need, how how sad and, and <laughs> pathetic do you think I am?
1: No, you always got someone to go with.
0: Actually, you. no, there's a, that's a point, though, because recently there's been like, I've been like, I've had cancellations.
1: Okay, I will Not cancel on you.
0: But I'm saying, but I've had like late cancellations. I'm like, are you serious right now? I got you. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Blues Traveler was fantastic. Uh, Jewel was pretty great herself. She brought out her son and he got long hair and he was wearing like a rock star suit and he played drums on one of her songs, which wow. was really just just a very chill Um, um, you were meant for me. I was meant for you. You know the song? No. So it's, it's not a very complicated drum. It involves like a brush. It's a brush on the snare. It's a. It's like, it's not involved. But anyways, uh, the kid looked a little scared and he came on stage and then he started, you know, locking in. You can see the focus on his face. He was locked in and he killed it. And I was like, what a cool moment for, and she's like, I'm a single mom. And, uh, and you know, it's so great. Because, you know, this is my purpose in life. And just like the song, I was meant you were meant for me, I was meant for you.
1: I love that. Yeah,
0: it was cool. Speaking
1: yeah. of single moms, yeah. aren't you on the search for one Exa- or something? That, that's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm on the search, not for a single mom, but this one. This one. She was seated a few seats down from where I was, and she was with a boy. She appeared to be a single mom because she had no rings on her fingers. Okay. And she was with a little boy, and he was wearing um those special kind of glasses. And the kid was into the show and whatnot, but I was able to capture one of the balls that fell, one of like the beach ball, whatever. And I wanted to get it to the kid. And then they left before I could see and get it to, I was able to capture one of the inflatable and it says train, uh, AM gold, whatever the tours on it. Mm -hmm. And I compressed all the air out of it. And I wanted to give it to the boy and be like, here's a souvenir from the concert. Wow. And also, mom, let me get your phone number on the other side.
1: How'd you know that was his mom? Like, what if that was his sister they, they, or nanny?
0: Well, I mean, it could have been, but the, the rapport was a lot more mother-child <laughs> okay. than it was, like, my first concert ever was my babysitter. She took me oh. to see the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, I was a little boy at the Doobie Brothers and everyone's smoking weed. And I'm like, what is that? What does that stink? She's like, you'll find out in Later a few in years. Life. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I was like eight years old. I was I was like literally seven or eight years old at a Dewey Brothers concert. Um, they come back, by the way, to yes. I think Financial Amphitheater 21st, on 22nd? yeah, July twenty first. So yeah, I wanted to track down this beautiful single mom and her adorable, or maybe not single mom, this woman and her adorable boy was probably her son based on the you know the nonverbals and such, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were a few seats down, and I wanted to give him. So now I have the souvenir myself, and I'm just. Someone can locate these people. I'll give it to Or I'll just stop being creepy and keep it for myself. No, I love it's a little, it. It's a little creepy.
1: It's not creepy because everyone, what, people creepy. do it all the time. Like I see it all the time when people go to concerts or I'd say concerts are the biggest one or just events in general where they're searching for someone they met, but didn't get like their contact info and they're like, help me find this but, person.
0: But we didn't meet. That's the thing we didn't meet. I just saw them sitting a few seats down. And then I wanted to get the boy the souvenir deal. I don't know. I got a soft spot in my heart for kids, particularly when they are dealing with stuff. And his glasses indicate he's dealing with something. Mm -hmm. But like we had a similar story with our own Dean Thomas, who watched a a woman walk by the studio several times and then decided that he needed to get her phone number. And like a creep, you guys put a sign out there and a pen that said, hey, you with the curly hair, we need your phone number. Yeah, I really
1: really instigated that. Yes, you did. I really did. But hey, I made it work. We got her number.
0: Yes. And, and then there was no love connection though. Found I know. out she was like too young for him.
1: No, she was like twenty five. She, she was, I think she's twenty nine, and he was too old for her.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, because twenty nine is not too young.
1: Yeah, no, he just that's turned out I said to be I was, too old. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah,
0: poor Dean's heart was broke. And earlier today, he had a camera up is So uh, it's been a rough,
1: been a rough. Couple <laughs> and your weeks shoe for, was there in Ken's keys.
0: And my my left shoe was lodged. I mean, I remember one time I kicked him pretty hard. Yeah, I don't remember losing the shoe though. And yeah. as far as Ken, he always loses his keys. And I'm surprised with,
1: his backpack's not up there. That's
0: right. And the, the <laughs> problem with Ken is that he's got like 17 million keys and fobs and chains and knives on his keychain, which explains why that was lost up with D. De- because me, it's just a you know, it's a Range Rover single um, smart key. Mm-hmm. Just a small little square. But with Ken, he's got metal keys yes. and metal rings and keychains and all that. So that makes sense that that was up in uh, Dean Thomas's uh, digestive tract.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't ask questions. We don't ask questions. Yeah, I know. Concert was great. Uh, didn't get super drunk, um, but it had a nice little buzz going on for it. And then after it was like, Oh my God, I got to eat something. And I didn't really have anything good, ready to eat at home. So I wound up microwaving, uh, s'mores, taking graham crackers and Nutella and, and then microwaving these marshmallows and then literally eating just s'mores for my after. I didn't have, you know, Taco Bell and pizza. It was, it was, uh, you work with what you got. So i made microwave s'mores.
1: That sounds delicious, but that's why I just get food delivered most of the time. But it's probably a little late late when you got home. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Never mind. It
0: it was too late after that point. Uh, Then on Saturday, I did the tennis podcast, and I needed to send that file. And you're normally the person that helps me send that file to France.
1: Yes, I am.
0: Unfortunately, you weren't around. <laughs> and, and so for those that don't know, aside from the home team, uh, we do the Lover and the Fighter podcast, which is available free wherever you get your podcast. And then there's a premium version, an exclusive version of it that's available at UFC Fight Pass. That's Dean Thomas and I. But I also do, I cover tennis, big time tennis for TennisMajor.com, And I host this, um, this debate show, kind of like First Take or Around the Horn. But mm-hmm. it's, it's tennis debate, and it's called Match Points. Me and Kent Levick actually named it for them. Wow. Yeah, because they didn't have like a name. I'm like, Match Point, Match Point. Anyways, we did an audio-only version of it on Saturday, just myself and Marian Bartoli. And she won Wimbledon in 2013. So she's like a legend. She's a rock star. She won the tournament. I mean, she yeah. won Wimbledon. That's, yeah. that's a pretty big deal. Yes. And a bunch of other tournaments. She's a broadcaster, et cetera. So we did a one-on-one thing, so it was just audio-only. But I don't like to talk to strangers. I don't like to approach strangers. I don't like to, so I'm trying to figure out when I got done, how do I send this file now? And I said, maybe I'll go down to the pool where I live um, and maybe just my, somebody will be on the computer. I'll be like, I'm sorry to bother, but I'm like, I don't got the, <laughs> but maybe some of the guys that introduced themselves to me, because I mind my own. I don't talk to my neighbors. I learned a long time ago, don't let your neighbors know who you are, what you do. Because then in, invariably it turns into some awkward weirdness. It, yeah, It happened in Hutchinson Island. It happened in Palm city and it happened in West Palm beach. And now I'm in new. And then, so trying to avoid that. Yes. But I'm sitting there and I've got the micro SD card in my left hand. And I'm facing this young woman who's in the pool, who's next to another woman who must be her mother. And then another woman who must be her sister. And then their dad who was hanging out there drinking beers and, uh, with a little wireless Bluetooth speaker. So I'm sitting on a pool chair facing directly this, this young woman in the pool who's working on a laptop like mm-hmm. yours. An, an I, iMac. An iMac. Laptop. MacBook. Yeah, a MacBook. An Apple, clearly an Apple laptop. And I know what you're thinking. Why don't you have a computer? I threw my computer away like five years ago. I
1: know. I can't believe Six years ago. You do so much on your phone and I just can't believe it.
0: I do everything on my phone or on a tablet. And the tablet wouldn't allow me to Dropbox or retransfer this file. So, I was so uncomfortable with saying, excuse, excuse me, I'm sorry. And it's not just because it was a young woman. It's because she was with her entire, what appeared to be family. Yeah. So, she was probably 20- And it's
1: kind of weird, like, it is weird if you were, like, to randomly come up to me and be like, can I send this file? Right. You know, like, it is definitely a weird ask, so I get where, like, the awkwardness
0: it's is. It's super duper sketch, <laughs> yes, is what it is. it is and what's on this
1: file like what's on this sim card i don't know
0: correct yeah it's super duper sketchy (laughs) like it think about it some random dude is like i'm sorry to bother you is there way you could transfer this file for me to this email address in france
1: (laughs) yeah oh my god it it could be weird it, it could
0: be you know like it could be spy secrets it could be some virus malware yeah it could be anything child pornography anything it could cause like the fbi to converge immediately like who knows it could be terrorism who knows yeah And so that's why I was like, I can't do it. So I text my one buddy who lives nearby and he's like, I'll be back at seven o'clock tonight. Problem is seven o'clock here in West Palm is 1 a.m. in Paris. Six hours difference. That ain't going to work. So I was like, so I'm like fumbling with hoping someone's going to be like, are you all right? Do you need?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And no one wants. Do you not have like in at where you live like a. A computer area. We have a business center. A business, yeah. That's and I went called. there
0: and I was inspecting the computers. And yeah, and then in the one computer, there was a slot for it. But then it needed me to log in with like my Apple ID and all that. And I'm like, now all my stuff's going to be compromised oh, on this no. community. I can't do that. No, no. So then I go to the office and the guy's like, yeah, no, I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. I'm like, you can't or you won't. Because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, you have the ability to. Do. He's like, I don't really have the ability to. I'm like, you don't really. So then I know what you're saying. Fine. So at that point I just went back to the pool and I said, I'm so sorry to bother you. Do you here's the deal. And at this point, the whole family now is, stops talking. Dad is looking at me. Mom's looking she's probably twenty two. Sister's probably twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, uh, mom and dad are probably late forties. Yeah. Early fifties. And I said, uh here, I go, you wouldn't happen to have a? Are you way in your from-
1: bathing suit? Or are you like clothed?
0: I am in. So, so here's the thing: I am. I have a bathing suit on, but I have joggers over the top of them. I have a t-shirt on that says "Dangerous but fun" or something stupid. No. Yeah, yeah. Like horrible shirt choice, but, right? Like it says "Dangerous but fun." I think my t-shirt said horrible shirt choice. And I've got um I've got a bucket hat on with the flowers. Okay. So so it's so I don't look like a terrorist, but still, you never know. Yeah. And I said something to the effect of. Uh, this is going to sound sketchy as hell. (laughs) I got that out of the way immediately. But I just recorded this tennis podcast. It's audio only. And I need to send it in an email to France, Either WeTransfer or Dropbox. Dropbox, right? Yes. Yes. I said, it's simple enough. But I don't have a way to do it. And they wouldn't help me at the office. And at the business center here, it's not possible without and. The body language of the, of mom was defensive protective. Oh, yeah. And and dad's nonverbals were, I, I wish you would. Like, yeah. I wish you would. And big sis was just kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. And the nonverbals of the young lady were, I kind of want to help you, but my family's here. Yeah. Right. So I said, she said, no, I don't really have a, I don't think, I, I said, ah, I said, I completely understand. I said, my buddy, he's going to be able to help me like at seven, but it's one o'clock in the morning. I'll just wait. It's fine. They can wait. And when I did that, she goes, "Well, hold on a second. Maybe I can help." Oh, yeah. And I was like, "No, no, no." I said, "Honestly, you're, if you're working on something, please don't." And she goes, "No, let's let's give it a shot." And so then,
1: that I, is really awkward though, like around your family.
0: For sure, it is. yeah. And, and you're the young. You're the younger sibling, yeah. In front of both your parents, and it looks like have we not taught you don't talk strangers? Yes. Let alone so. Dangerous,
1: but fun. So long story,
0: yeah, literally my shirt says dangerous, but fun. Something like that. Uh. So long story short, she's like, no, it's not a problem at all. And I said, are you sure you sure? She said, yeah. And I I talked to the family for a minute and they were drinking these kind of uh, canned cocktails, tequila, canned cocktails, whatever. And I said, I got to repay y'all. I said, uh, I have some of these hard mountain Dews upstairs because I don't really love them. So I'm going to give them away. And I said, I'm going to bring you guys down around these. And like mom's like, oh no, you don't have to. I said, no, no, I would love to. What they don't know is I don't want them. Yeah, but but I do yeah. want to. I do want to show some gratitude. Yeah, like thank you for. for it's a simple thing to do.
1: Yes, that's very nice of you.
0: But but no, I mean, uh, it's a simple thing to transfer this. But it's still risk in that. So I go up to my home and get these canned hard. They're Mountain Dews with alcohol. It, they sell them this way. 5% I'll yeah. go by volume. So like a seltzer.
1: I love how too, and too, but I don't know if I want to tr-
0: yeah, try them. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a Bud Light seltzer guy. You know yes, that. Yes, I know that. Yeah, so I, I'm locked in on those. The tie-dye retros and the lemonades and you name it. Yes. Anyways, so. You go up to get it. I go up to get it, but the elevator takes forever. And then the other takes forever to come back down. So I'm gone for like a good five, six minutes at least. I come back down and they were like, we were hoping you were going to come back. Cause I might have just like, here's the chip and then taken off. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and I was like, did the helicopter show up? Yeah. Did the hell? Like, no, they're like SWAT. I said, the SWAT team show up, the FBI. Like, we weren't sure if you were coming. Back. I said, yeah. So then I, I, I doled out the beverages and we chatted for a minute and it turns out they are from Maryland where I went to college and they know people that went to school. Where I went to school. Nice. And he, you know, it was like this. So then we became, cool friend and I don't talk to and the mom said that's our oldest daughter and she said she's seen you around here that you keep to yourself um but so she uh she vouched that you weren't probably you know like a, a bad guy a weirdo yeah I just I, I don't talk to I I, yeah. I smile I'm you know I'm not rude but I don't go like hey guys I'm uh JC I live over in unit so-and-so you know yeah. what I'm saying I'm no. not I don't do that so a long story short she was able to send the file and I made new friends out of this family and that was that, but I felt super sketchy and it sounded super sketchy. And then I thought, what would I do if a guy was like, Hey man, I know it's going to sound weird. Now I'd read his verbals and his nonverbals. And then I would let him kind of, you know, kind of tread water. If you will, in the deep end, in other words, as soon as he's done talking, you, you don't reply, you just wait and let him continue to, to see if he speeds up, if he's redundant or not, you let him be a little uncomfortable. Because if he's being honest and whatnot, it won't be too weird. Yeah. If he's got an agenda, well, then obviously it'd be weird. But I doubt that I would have taken a- uh, I would
1: have never. No. I would have totally denied no. you and been like, sorry, my computer doesn't take the chip. Yeah. I would totally deny you.
0: Actually, no, my t-shirt actually said UFC on it. Okay. The t-shirt w- said it was like charcoal gray, said UFC, and I had the flowery hat on and whatnot. So,
1: I don't know. I would have been like, why is this guy wearing joggers outside? It's hot.
0: My swim trunks underneath. Yes. I was going to take them off to go swimming. But yeah. first I had to pretend like I have this huge dilemma. I had no dilemma. You're the person with a laptop here at the pool. At the pool. And right here. And so it was for me, like, I, I targeted. But no one like, was like, hey, what do you got there? So I had to force the issue finally. After I couldn't get any help anywhere else within the building. Anyways, long story short, um, I would never do for someone like me what she did for me. I would never take a mini SD card and put it in my computer and transfer. I would never do that.
1: I will say this, though. Like, her parents being there, like, I don't think someone, if they were up to no good or, like, being weird, would have walked up to her with her, like, whole family there. Right. So, that does, I think that was really smart of you to actually go up to where there was a family. Yes. Where, again, and. The, my only option. I guess, again, <laughs> like, the older daughter lives there and she's seen you. And, again, like, yeah. that dad, they obviously were a little defensive, but. Super sketch. Definitely, yeah. De- a little sketch, but um, hey, I'm glad you sent your files over. I was super And you sketch. were social. Yeah,
0: good and I job. Was, I was social, which is weird for me. Dean is out today after having a colonoscopy. That's not pleasant for sure. Um, we'll get further into uh, the procedures we least were looking forward to. The good news is, is that he's in great hands with Cleveland Clinic in Florida. Yes. And he is fine. He's making videos now on Instagram and whatever else because that's just Dean Thomas. He's back with us tomorrow. Um, I saw the Elvis movie yesterday Mm. finally got to see the elvis movie i'm gonna there's no spoilers in this i mean he died we all know that (laughs) yeah um we all know that but but i give a little perspective if you guys want we'll get into that plus courtney our teammate court court um it turns out her mom's a huge elvis fan courtney's out there singing burning love by herself which i believe was elvis's last big hit song his final hit song i think was burning love was either that or suspicious minds Either way, she's singing it in the office, uh, and so she's going to come in, and she's going to sing it for us here on the air. Can't wait. Can't wait to do that. Coming up, there is reportedly only one team actually interested in working a sign-and-trade deal with Kyrie Irving. We'll tell you who that is. Plus, authorities discovered an 18-foot, 215-pound what? This is nightmare fuel. When I tell you what they found... 18 feet, 215 pounds, you might not sleep that well tonight. Get ready for me to fuel your nightmares. Uh. I'll do that next. It is the home team on ESPN 106.3. Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. There apparently is only one NBA team that is actually interested in working a sign and trade deal with the Brooklyn Nets for Kyrie Irving. Remember, he had a wish list.
1: Oh, big wish list.
0: Lakers, Clippers, Mavs, Sixers, e- Heat, all these teams. Apparently, beyond the wish list, there's just one team that's expressed interest. We'll tell you who that is in just a second. Anajan Levine, accident attorneys. Listen, accidents happen. If you were involved in an accident, maybe it was a slip and fall. Uh, Maybe you got hurt on the job, workers' comp issues. you got to call Anajan Levine. They answer the phone 24 hours a day, and they're going to help you take back control of your life. Remember, you don't pay anything. The consultation is free. You don't pay anything until you win. 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-3733. 1-800-747-FREE. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, take back control of your life. The Elvis movie, by the way, for those that were asking, is fascinating in a number of ways. The movie's a little uneven, for sure. It is not a true biography of Elvis with all the ugly parts and the warts and the inconvenient truths. It doesn't do all that. It explains kind of what and who and where he come from, but it is diametrically opposed. Uh, It's half love letter to and about Elvis and half shame on you, Colonel Tom Parker, you killed this man. So it's a public shaming of Tom Parker as much as it is a glowing representation of Elvis Presley. Some things are left out. Some things are glossed over for certain, for certain. Um, they don't discuss the fact that Priscilla was 14 years old when she and Elvis began dating. They certainly avoid that. They make it seem as though whenever he got drugs, it was someone else's idea mm. and not his own, at least originally, which is not the case. I mean, that career of his, you know, look at you, you and I can't remember in real time.
1: I can't we, at we all. Can't,
0: we can't. We can't because he was born 1935. He died in 1977. Yeah. So we're not going to have an eye. But in hindsight. For the last 35 years, I've read everything you can read. I've watched everything you can watch. I've listened to everything you can listen to. Almost to the point of I knew exactly the next word, phrase, what, I mean, it's kind of, you know, but Elvis has been- You
1: knew your trivia.
0: I knew my trivia. Yeah. Yeah. And I know my not-so-trivia in regards to um, Elvis Aaron Presley. But he's a fascinating case study in a lot of things, including really being the world's first rock star, really being the first- celebrity that was a global celebrity in the manner that we've had lots since, but because there was no mass media, you had telegrams prior to. Elvis Presley was a radio um, phenomenon. And then television came around really mainstream with more households. And then in movies. So It was a different thing. But the movie is, um, is not flawless. It's, it's uh, pretty tremendous. Very entertaining. I'm just blown away by how of watching people attempt to play Elvis Presley, and I mean people, everyone made a movie. Don Johnson played him. Kurt Russell played him. I mean, lots of folks tried. And some folks did pretty good. I have never, ever seen anyone have the look, the movements, the mannerisms, the vibe, let alone the voice. Because Elvis's voice is pretty easy to do. You know, it's pretty easy to sound, like, to talk like Elvis Presley. Almost, almost anybody can if you want to. But this kid, Austin Butler, got the movements, the mannerisms, the vibe, the voice, the, the, the stature. Because when Elvis would walk down a hallway, whether you're watching a documentary or a concert or whatnot, he, just, he didn't seem like us. He seemed like a superhero meets the baddest man on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lar- truly larger than life. And this kid pulls that off somehow. He really does.
1: I've heard mixed things about, about the movie. No, about Austin Butler. As, how? As Elvis Presley? Well, I've heard he's great, he's, at, he, amazing.
0: He's going to get an Oscar nomination for this role because he was so spot on with those mannerisms, movements, and vibe of Elvis.
1: So I, but I've heard that he like can't snap out of the character. Yeah, for sure. And that it's like kind of rubbing people the wrong way and he's kind of just coming off you know. I bet. Yeah, and you know, I haven't seen anything, but I've heard that and like read that by a few people, but no, I've heard only amazing things that he like pulled off this character. And too, like imagine you're, as an actor, they practice to be these characters. I'm sure you can't just snap out of it.
0: Well, he was living as the character. Yeah. He, he was, he he really thought he was channeling. I mean, he may have. He had
1: to. He may have
0: literally This is an icon. But, but like Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of elvis presley and priscilla both said this is the closest representation that anyone's ever tried and they would know because that was her husband baby daddy and that was her daddy mm-hmm. um they would know better than the rest of us yeah we only saw what we saw on television what we saw in film what we saw in concerts etc but this kid when they were supposed to begin shooting in march of 2020 and as you know pandemic started yes the, in Australia, that's where Baz Lerman is from, the director of the movie. He made Romeo and Juliet. He made The Great Gatsby. He made um, La Caja Faux. Not La Caja Faux. Um Yeah.
1: No, You're no, no, asking no, the wrong no, movie, girl.
0: Whatever the, uh, with the Lady Marmalade there, with uh, Pink and ah, Christina Aguilera. Ah, and,
1: uh, yes. And Eve. Um, not La Caja. burlesque. Burlesque?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, not Burlesque. But anyways, he, he got a musical background. Clearly, he's an Elvis fan. Because, I mean, the way that he made this was kind of like a, here, by Lord, here, my Savior, I present this to you And glowing. It was almost an offering to the Ghost of Elvis. Like, you could tell the director's oh, a big fan. yeah. Anyways, they were supposed to shoot in Australia in March 2020. Tom Hanks was patient zero of COVID, remember? Yes. March he was 11- the
1: celeb when- that, like, made it real for me.
0: March 11. 11- and I was at the
1: heat game when it happened.
0: Yeah, when, when the NBA shut down that night mm-hmm. and sent everybody home. And the games were interrupted, and then they were like, breaking news, actor Tom Hanks and his wife, Reed Wilson, both test positive, positive for the, and everyone's like, oh my God, it's are we going to die? Are we all going to die? And we've been talking about it for six weeks on this show. Six or seven weeks, we're like, get ready, y'all. This is coming. Get ready. This thing's real. Get ready. Did we think it was going to be two years? Probably not. No way. But the kid, Austin Butler, was in Australia, because they are getting ready to shoot, and COVID started happening. It was like, if you want to go, you got to get out now. If you want to get back to LA, you got to go now. He opted to stay in Australia in lockdown. And while everybody was learning how to bake bread, and while everybody was watching reruns of The Office, and while everybody was on Zoom meetings, he locked himself in and watched every interview, every concert, every documentary, listened to, watched everything he could, and he just spent every hour he was awake all day, Pretending to be Elvis, mimicking Elvis, you know the the curl of the lip and the eyes and the I mean his movements. Forget the dance; like he's got it down. It's it's if you're an Elvis fan and you you saw the you know this is Elvis and those documentaries and such, Elvis Live, you know that this kid nailed it. The '68 comeback special, this kid nailed it. The movie's a little strange because it's told from the perspective of I'm Colonel Tom Parker and I'm the man that gave the world Elvis. And then, you know, it's presented as, you're the dude that killed Elvis. You killed him. You're the reason why his life was ruined. You're the reason why he didn't get the two of them, which is true. But it's very um, public shaming of Tom Parker and very glowing of Elvis and not a whole lot of accountability for Elvis being someone who was perfectly imperfect, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. One team is interested in Kyrie Irving and uh, they're willing to work a sign and trade this, according to Adrian Wojanowski and the uh, Zach Lowe folk, they're at ESPN and ESPN.com. And that would be the Los Angeles Lakers, where your boy LeBron James is. So it kind of makes sense.
1: It may- How does it, it make sense?
0: Because LeBron would love to play with Kyrie Irving again if the financials work. Remember, if Kyrie is going to stay with the Nets, he's going to opt in on this deal. He's got till Wednesday to do it. Today's Monday afternoon. He's got till Wednesday to do it. The opts in. It's one year at $36.5 million. Wow. However, for him to go to the Lakers, the only way that really makes sense, as is, is on a $6 million mid-exemption. So he would have to say, I really just want to win, and I really want to go the Lakers and try to win, which you'd go, hold on a second. Didn't the Lakers miss the playoffs? Yes, they did. Yes. They missed the play-ins. Let alone the playoffs. Lakers were that they missed the play-ins forget the playoffs he would have to take a 30 million dollar pay cut this year to do that oh wow if that were the case so we're I mean Kyrie's kind of hijacked this offseason and this period of free agency well sort of I'm not really
1: shocked by him no not at all not at all
0: not at all but LeBron likes what LeBron likes and it's no coincidence that they're the team that's the only one that's like let's pursue a sign and trade for Kevin Durant, who's still in Brooklyn, he's like, hold on a second, homie. Thought we were supposed to try and do something here. You know? But then again, you know that's not the case when Kyrie Irving not only refused to get vaccinated, which is everyone's own choice, but then he took other time off to go speak at council meetings. and was. Re- it's one thing to love winning, but you have to, like we said on Friday, you have to hate losing more. You can't be great if... Winning feels great and losing feels bad. You can only be great if winning feels great, but losing is the worst freaking thing ever. If losing is absolutely insufferable. And Kyrie Irving doesn't seem to mind if his team isn't winning. Doesn't seem to mind if he's not helping.
1: I feel like he just wants to do whatever he wants to do. and That's why I I understand why no one wants him on their team well, like
0: that, I don't know no let's not say that. Okay.
1: Well it, not knowing but okay the La- I don't get why the link to Lakers work assign it
0: to work a sign in trade. Yes. And remember he has a he has a wish list and none of them are practical. It's just not practical because the numbers don't make sense. Yes. Evan Cohen could explain to you that a lot better. If you want to get Evan on or pratik Patel, our old teammate who's in Milwaukee, he can explain to you in layman's terms, like Michael Scott said. Explain this to me like I'm ten years old. And then he said explain this to me like I'm five years old. <laughs> We could do that. But the bottom line is while teams would love to have him, the, their economics don't make sense. Or they're not places that he would want to be, anyways. Yeah. He's still in a contract with the Nets, but he has till Wednesday to opt in on this year. He wants a long term extension. What he wants is he wants that big Supermax deal.
1: Or. But does he deserve that?
0: I don't think so. I, I don't mean, think so at all. If, if he can play 82 games in a season, or he's available to. Because without COVID restriction and such. If he's available to play 82 games, he, he is a transcendent talent. He's someone that if he's on your team, you're immediately a playoff contender. You're immediately a conference. I mean, he's that good. So, yes, he is. What comes with it is all that extra squeeze. We know the juice is the juice. And his juice is tremendous. But man, there's a lot of squeeze. There's a lot. That, there's baggage that comes oh, with. Oh, yes. You know, some girls you go on a go away weekend with and they got a backpack. And some girls got three suitcases and two bags for shoes and it, she comes with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. Literal baggage. Yes. Kyrie comes with three suitcases and two shoe bags and one for his makeup kit. There's a, there's a lot there.
1: Yes. There's, there's a, a lot. lot there.
0: All right. As far as nightmare fuel is concerned, I promised you I would pay you off on this. Authorities discovered an 18 foot, 215 pound what? Prepare for nightmare fuel, Christina. Prepare for nightmare fuel. What do you think this animal was?
1: I feel like I saw this. Yes. Was it a snake? It was. Oh no! Th- those are my- that's my worst fear. Here in Florida. Worst fear. Here in Florida. I don't doubt it.
0: They said the size of a shipping container.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Eighteen feet. No, long eighteen feet is. It's from the floor to the rim of a basket. And then eighty percent—that's three and a half of me. And then eight, and then eighty percent of that again. Yeah. Eighteen feet long, two hundred and fifteen pounds.
1: Oh my! But it
0: gets more horrifying. Please tell me. It was here in Florida. <sighs> but it gets even more horrifying. Inside. No. This snake. <sighs> One hundred and twenty-two eggs. <gasps> she was pregnant. And she was about to overwhelm the Everglades and surrounding areas with enormous monster pythons. An 18-foot, 215-pound snake. That will eat a human being whole. Oh, yeah. It will eat you whole. Me whole. It will. It could eat three of me whole. It will dis... She would dislocate her jaw. She would pop it out to get it around you. (laughs) She'd wrap you up. First of all, she'd, she'd yes, wrap they, around you. How,
1: yes, that's how they kill
0: you. She'd wrap around you so you couldn't move, couldn't escape, couldn't do nothing. Suffocate me? And then she would dislocate her, pop her jaw. Mm-hmm. There's no pain involved. And then literally just swallow you down. Swallow you whole. There's no chewing.
1: No, not at all. No, no chewing.
0: And your entire body would be... Inside of it Which is terrifying
1: Terrifying I hate snakes I hate worst snakes fear That is my worst fear Same Like I cry At the movie Anaconda
0: So which would you rather do Open your closet And be staring at you A bat Or a snake
1: Which would I rather Yes Rather a bat
0: You're, you're okay with bats More than snakes Yes What if they were awake And moving
1: The bat Don't care Bat That all day over snakes.
0: All right.
1: Everything over snakes.
0: Everything. I'm with you on that. Everything. That's my most irrational animal fear as well. Coming up when we return, why tomorrow might just be the most important day yet for Deshaun Watson. He's had a couple important days. Tomorrow might be the most important of them all. I'll tell you exactly why that is next. Before we step aside, though, a reminder that the 2022 Boca Raton Bowl is happening at FAU Stadium. On Tuesday, December 20th. Isn't that right, Tina?
1: Yes, at 7.30 p.m. at FAU, like you said.
0: Back in prime time. And it is the college football event of our region of the season. So mark your calendar and make plans to be there Tuesday, December 20th in prime time for the 2022 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Get the information that you need online at Roofclaim, Boca Bowl dot com and follow on social media of course um I enjoyed last year getting to watch it unfortunately I couldn't attend and Sorry I enjoyed Saturday yeah thank you <laughs> and I enjoyed Saturday afternoon version as well but there is something about that 7 o'clock p.m. prime I, time I know it just is it just is 2022 roofclaim.com book dot Boca Rotombo, December 20 home team ESPN 1063
1: well you can tell everybody yeah you can tell
0: The man, the man. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. Deshaun Watson. The saga continues. There are some twists and turns, including uh, new lawsuits that allege that the Houston Texans enabled, were aware of his behaviors, mm. and potentially enabled them. Why tomorrow might be the most important day yet For Deshaun Watson I'll tell you why that is I'll argue that case in just a moment I'd like to remind you though There is a global shortage of all kinds of cars Um, If your lease is coming up In the next six, nine months You're already well behind schedule Talking about 12 to 18 months In new car delays You people Need to plan ahead I'm terrible at that Call Land Rover Palm Beach They are on the case they are going to take care of it for you. Call 866-800-8206 or visit LandRoverPalmBeach.com. You know that's where my Range Rover Velar, R dynamic is from. And you know that they are ahead of the game. People, if you think your lease coming up in the next nine, six, 9, 12 months coming up, you'll get into whatever you want. It is not going to be like that. We are behind schedule for a year to a year and a half, believe it or not. Remember, the service department with Land Rover Palm Beach, their mentality is fix it right the first time. They provide you a loaner vehicle, complimentary pickup of your vehicle, and delivery of your vehicle, and more. West of the Turnpike, Okeechobee Boulevard, and West Palm, so involved in local high school sports in our community. LandRoverPalmBeach.com, Land Rover Palm Beach above and beyond. The Sean Watson situation is going to get interesting here in the next couple of days because tomorrow the disciplinary hearing will at least begin with the NFL and the Players Association. Overseeing the proceedings, Christina, is a former federal judge by the name of Sue Robinson. We don't know how she rules in these situations because this is a brand new thing and she's brand new to it, but we do know she's a former federal judge. And what we do know is that the NFL allegedly, reportedly, is looking for strict punishment, severe punishment. This, of course, in conjunction with the Players Association and the unions thereof. Tomorrow might be a day in which this whole proceeding um, gets held up. Because while Watson has settled with 20 of the 24 accusers, there were 24 civil lawsuits. Mm-hmm. 20 of those women got paid money. The lawyer did. He kept a third. Those women got two-thirds the rest. Now, there are new suits alleging that the Houston Texans were not only aware of what he was doing, but they enabled. They looked the other way. They allowed for. Keep in mind, some of the damning evidence may be that he was presented with a confidentiality agreement. Watson had in his locker provided from the team because there was an issue about his phone number being posted on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They are arguing exactly what I've already stated. And that is why is a professional athlete who has access to massage therapists right there, professionals that know exactly his situation and his physiology. Why is he procuring the services of strangers that he's never met seen only on Instagram, including one massage therapist who was still in school, who's still training, who allegedly he went to the mother's home of to receive a massage and exposed himself and sexually assaulted her this according to the allegations
1: yeah i remember reading in the new york times about just the paper that was left in his locker that hotel that hotel
0: well the paper the the you know nda yeah non-disclosure agreement that's a confidential agreement Mm. the nda non-disclosure agreement that would be a problem if the texans someone from with the intent. You don't know their intent, but regardless, yeah. well, why would you otherwise? Why would what you? What did the Texans know? When did they know it? And what do they do to rectify, correct, or in some way um, avoid further action? The timing of this, remember, was such that Deshaun Watson said, I want out a Texan. I don't want to play here. I don't want to be here. I want out. And then all these lawsuits started f- falling right there at that same time. Crazy. It is indeed. We'll find out a whole lot more tomorrow. Coming up next, it's more than likely that Tina was mistaken for what yesterday or this weekend? Plus, she's got a question maybe you guys can help answer. The home team, cocktail hour next on ESPN 106.3.